0: This week on the Small Church Media Podcast, we are going to be talking about your church's mission, vision, and values. We're going to set the groundwork and talk about what those actually are, but most importantly, how to incorporate those on your website, so that way when website visitors read those mission, vision, and values, they're ready to jump on board. You ready to talk about it? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. As you already heard, my name is Mark, and I get to be your guide for all things small church media. If you are new to the podcast, I first want to say welcome, and I'm so, so glad you're here, and I'm thrilled that you have found this podcast. And if you have been listening to this podcast since the very beginning, I am beyond grateful for you as well. Whether you are a new listener or you've been listening for a long time, I would love it if you would share this podcast or this episode with another small church pastor friend that you think would benefit from hanging out with us week in and week out here on the Small Church Media Podcast. And if you listen over on Apple Podcast, it would be awesome if you left me a rating and review over there or Spotify, just a rating because every rating review helps. The algorithms, know that people actually care about this podcast. You know, it's kind of awkward to start off with shameless plugs, but that's just just what we're going to do. We're going to roll into it. So uh, we are officially halfway through the summer, and I hope you guys are enjoying your summer season with your church. I know for our church, we are about to launch into VBS season, so it is all hands on deck with that. And if your church has already done VBS, I hope you have celebrated and let's just be honest, talked about the amazing things that your volunteers did to help pull off VBS. We're really quick to just give a quick little round of applause, but I want to challenge you and encourage you that if your church has already done VBS or you are about to do a VBS, try to find a new, unique way to just say thank you to your VBS volunteers. Let's be honest, small churches are built on the backs of volunteers, and hey, I mean, even large churches are built on the backs of volunteers. So I just want to challenge you to try to maybe find a new way to just say thank you and let them know that you value them, that you care for them, and that you could not do it without them. And as we continue on here, just going through the summer, I want to let you know that the free... The- so the free I can't even talk today. <laughs> the free sermon series mini course will be available here over I, I'm going to say in the next couple of weeks. We're still ironing out a couple of the little kinks to make sure that it is the best thing possible and make sure that when you sign up for it it actually works and you can make sure your username and your password is saved and all those kind of fun things. But if you are a part of the Small Church Media podcast email list, which means you either just signed up for it in general, which I know some of you have, or if you have purchased anything, which not really purchased because it's all free, but if you've downloaded anything from the free resource library, your email is automatically put into our email database. And so go through your emails, check your junk, because I gave you early access to the free mini course about how you can design sermon series graphics for your church using Canva free, and everything that I use is completely free. And the best part about it is if you just sit and go through the whole course, I mean, obviously I want you to design alongside of me as well, but let's say you never pause any of the courses and you just trudge along. The entire course is an hour and a half. So literally in one afternoon, you learn how to make three different sermon series graphics, turn those into social media posts, find inspiration for how to make other ones and just how to use some basic things inside of Canva. So I would encourage you, if you are already a part of our email list, check out your email, get that free mini course and let me know what you think about the mini course. And before we continue the conversation, one more order of housekeeping business. I got to let you know that this episode, just like many of the other ones, is sponsored by our friends over at Worship Tools. Worship Tools creates software tools designed to equip your worship team and enhance your congregation's worship experience. Planning. Presenter and Music Stand are all included, and the apps are completely free for your whole team to use. Prepare, rehearse, and present at the next level with worship tools. And you can get started today by going to smallchurch.media. It's our website, smallchurch.media forward slash worship tools, or just go to the show notes and click the link, and that will take you over there as well. And I was just talking with a friend of mine the other day, and I was talking to him about worship tools, and maybe that would be a good solution for his small church. And he was telling me, he goes, Mark, are you just saying this because they pay you? And I, <laughs> and I flat out said, well, I'm, I'm thankful that they sponsor the podcast, but I've been pu- pushing worship tools, and before that even, worship extreme to people for about the last three years now. So long before this podcast even started, I've known about Adam and his stuff over there. We used to be Worship Extreme, now it's Worship Tools, and I cannot recommend them enough. So if you want to present or plan your services and schedule all your volunteers, go to smallchurch.media forward slash worshiptools today. Let's jump into today's conversation of how to craft the perfect mission, vision, and value page on your website. Now, in recent years, books such as Purpose Driven Church, which I'm sure you've heard about from from Rick Warren, it goes along like Purpose Driven Life and there's Purpose Driven Youth Ministry and a whole bunch of other different books, but Purpose Driven Church by Rick Warren was probably one of the most popular ones for church leaders. There's another book called Know Your Why by Simon Sinek. And if you don't follow Simon Sinek, I would encourage you to follow him on social media. Now, I have to say, he is not a believer. He is not a Christian. He's very moral and ethical, but he helps businesses know their why and find their why, which we're gonna talk about here in just a little bit. I've actually heard him speak live a couple different times and he is just absolutely phenomenal. And there's another book, maybe you've not heard of this one, but, and I would encourage you to read this if you are a lead pastor is, The Vision-Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt. Now, Michael Hyatt is a Christian, and Rick Warren obviously is a pastor. So you know those two come from a Christian worldview. Simon Sinek has a lot of Christian worldview values in there, but but, but either way, in recent years, books such such as these have been coming out and helping people just figure out what the mission and the vision and the purpose of what they do and why they actually do it. And books like these have been helping churches and business owners figure out what they are all about who they are supposed to help, which some people will call that your, um, your avatar or your ideal, idea or what's the one, idea, customer profile or something like that, but who you're supposed to help and how you are going to help them and how the, your ideal customer and who you serve is going to be helped by you. And since then, many churches have started taking on mission statements of their own. And although they are sometimes different, they generally revolve around helping people experience God, follow Jesus, and serve others. Now, no, no, right here, you know, just I'm just gonna, you know call a spade a spade, there's two different thoughts when it comes to having a mission statement for your church. One of them, and you might be thinking this too, is you might be thinking, Mark, a church should not have a mission statement or a vision statement or a purpose statement outside of Jesus and the Great Commission because that's what we are called to do. We're supposed to go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and teach them all that I have commanded you, Jesus has commanded you, and lo, I am with you to the ends of the earth. That's the whole purpose of the Church, you might be in that school of thought, and you might just be, you know, what we're all about—loving God and loving people. Maybe out of the Great Commission, you go into what are the Great Commandments: we love God, we love people. That's it. And you know, it's nothing flashy, it's nothing fancy, but that's just what the church is supposed to be about. So that's what we have. Those are generally two schools of thought when I have chatted and met with a lot of different small churches. But when you start stepping into the, I would say, the medium and larger sized churches, they are unapologetic. About their mission statements. They say, this is who we are, this is what we're supposed to do, and here's how we're supposed to get there. Now, no matter what side of the equation you fall on to this idea of what your mission, vision, and value are, we can all agree that the church is supposed to have a mission, vision, and values that direct all that we actually do. But the problem is, is many times we as church communicators and church pastors and church leaders are the only ones who actually know what we are supposed to do. And this is where some of our shortcoming has come. You know, I'm going to share a quick little story. This isn't even in my, my, my podcast notes, but our church, and we'll talk about this in a little bit later, is we were all about one life at a time. So when I would welcome the church and I would close out the service every single time I was on stage, you would hear the words come out of my mouth "Is we want to connect with you because your one life matters to God. So therefore, your life matters to us because we're all about impacting our world for Christ one life at a time. So everything that ever came out of my mouth from the platform revolved around our church's mission and vision statement to the the point where I wanted it to get so stuck in people's minds that they just knew about it. This got to the point where every T-shirt our church printed for a while had one life at a time on it. Every single, uh, every single sign that you walked into a church door had that on, on there. No matter what door you walked into the church, you saw a big old banner that said, "Impacting our a world for Christ, one life at a time. You could, uh, let's just be honest, you had to be oblivious not to know what our church's mission and vision statement is. But m- so many churches don't talk about it. In fact, most churches just have, you know, they just carry on with their order of service where they come in, let's sing a couple songs, we sermon, we sing, you know, we sing some songs, we have a sermon, we have a closing time or a response time pick up our kids, and we leave, and that's it. However, I want to challenge you. In this episode, we're going to talk about what each one of these things are. I'm not going to help you craft these here on this podcast, but I really do believe that as a church, you should have written down in writing what your mission, your vision, and the values of your church are. And here's why, okay? People need to know who you are, what you are all about, and how you are going to follow through on all of this. And it's really important, not just for your own church people to know, but for visitors on your website to know what you are all about, who you are, and how you plan on following through with all of this. Last week, we talked about the top five easy ways to help website visitors be prepared to walk in through your church. And we didn't talk about this one at all because this doesn't help people to walk into your church, but this really, in my opinion, reaches a emotional connection point to help people just know what your church is all about. Because there's so many churches around, I would even say my community, where there's just tons of buildings, I don't know who they are. I don't know anyone who goes to these churches, and I don't know what these churches are trying to accomplish. On your website... I think you need to have a mission, vision, and values page and flat out tell people who you are, what you are all about, and how you're going to follow through on all of it. But before we get into how you're going to lay this out on your church's website, I first want to make sure that we are all at the the same level of understanding to know what each one of these phrases actually mean. So we're going to do a quick breakdown of the various statements that you need to be familiar with. And yes, I know this is all in relation to church, not business. And I know business this have mission and vision and value statements, but this is specifically regarding the church. all right? So here's the, what your church's mission is, okay? Your church's mission is what your church is all about. OK? Maybe here's another way to do it. Why your church exists. Here's another one. How, or not just how, but why your church was planted and founded in the first place. The mission of the church is literally the reason why your church exists. The vision statement, though, is a little different than your mission statement, all right? Your vision statement is how you're going to get to, you know, where you're trying to go with your mission and how you plan to fulfill the mission. Okay, so... It's just not so much as saying, okay, here's what we are all about. The vision then is, okay, here's what we're going to do about it, all right? And then the core values is what matters the most to your church and faith community. Now, a lot of times, a church's mission statement across the board are all pretty similar, all right? They might just have some different wordings or some different cadences or use different terminology or phrases or whatever. But generally, most churches' mission is all the same. And what is that? It's, it's to help people know, experience God and experience life with Jesus. That's pretty much what a church mission statement is all about. The vision though, we'll get to this in just a minute, is a little bit different. And the core values is the DNA of your church. So here, here's, here's the best way I can explain this, right? So for example, when I was the associate pastor down at Southside, I already talked about this a little bit here at the beginning of the episode, but this was the mission of the church, all right? It was to develop passionate followers of Christ. That's it. That was our church's mission. That was the reason why we do everything. That was the end goal of what our church is. If our church accomplished our mission, we know that we did our jobs well. And that was to develop passionate followers of Jesus. All right. And then the next question is, is how we are going to get there? So, okay. So how do we know we have arrived at our destination? What are the marching orders to help develop passionate followers of Jesus Christ? Our answer to that is by impacting a world for Christ one life at a time. You track it with me? So the whole purpose of our church was to develop passionate followers of Christ and how we get there is by impacting our world for Christ one life at a time. So practically though, what does this look like? All right, so what does it look like if our church is impacting our world for Christ one life at a time in order to develop passionate followers of Jesus? This comes directly from the church's website, all right? And it says, Southside Baptist Church exists to develop passionate followers of Christ. This is accomplished by impacting the world for Christ one life at a time. Our heartbeat lies in these two sentences. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are called to love God and love others. This love for God is, uh, and others is seen by the way we connect with each other through, you ready? Connect groups. Sunday morning worship, and other events. However, we are not supposed to stop with fellowship. Jesus calls us to be his disciples, but he also calls us to develop others and help them become mature followers of Jesus who then develop others. We do all of this so that way we might impact South Bend, the state of Indiana, and the world for Christ. You kind of see what the heartbeat of the church is. This is what we're all about. So we do all these things through Connect Group and Sunday morning worship. But at the end game, we're not just about the Sunday morning experience. We're about actually developing other people so that way they can continue on in the cycle and connect with others and develop other people and continue to impact our world. But we just didn't stop there. After that, we listed out what our core values are. In our church, we had 10 different core values and I'm not gonna read them all here, but this was what the entire Heartbeat of the church was, in fact, we even had a mission, vision, and, and core values of even the student ministry that I was a part of. We changed the mission a little bit to not to develop passionate, but our goal was to develop lifelong followers of Jesus Christ. Because most of the time, teens walked away from their faith when they were done. I didn't want to just develop a bunch of hyped up teenagers for Jesus that was like sugar, and then when they left, they were done. The goal was to develop them into lifelong followers of Jesus. And how are we going to do that? By knowing God, being connected, and being transformed. That's how we were going to accomplish it. And my question for you as your church is, do you have a mission vision, and even value statement for your church? And then the follow-up question of that is, what have you done with those mission, vision, and value statements? And then the question, even from there, and this is the question of what we're going to talk about today, is should we have those on the website, and why do we need to have these statements on the website? When people are looking for a church family to plug into, they're going to start looking online in churches in their area. Now they're either going to start with Google or social media, but let's be honest, <laughs> if they're using social media, they're going to end up at your website at some point in time. Your website job is to help people see, understand and fall in love with the mission of the church because in today's day and age, people need to see the church doing its job. I've already stated this, and maybe you even understand it, but people are asking the question of what is the church doing in the world today? What are they doing in the community? Do they really just want me to show up and sing some old songs out of some dusty hymnals and just give them all my money? Like, is that what the church is all about? No, 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 no. We need to let people know what we are all about, how we're going to accomplish it, and how they can engage with us in this journey. So if on the website, your church website, if you have nothing more than service times, maybe a picture of your pastor, if you're lucky, and a list of all your different ministries, you're basically handing people a digital business card, which is, in my opinion, a waste of money and a waste of resources. Rather than just giving people a digital business card, you need to touch people's emotions. And you do this through crafting a great vision and mission page on your website. So if you don't have a website page already in your website about your mission and your values, you you need to have one. Now, granted, your mission and vision and values should be all over your website, but I'm a firm believer in having one specific page to lay this out. You can call it vision and values, mission and vision, our church purpose, our purpose, about our purpose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But no matter what you call it, you need to have one. All right. And when you do have one, here's what needs to be on it. Now I'm going to tell you about one, two, three, four, five, six different things that need to be on your mission, vision, and value page. All right. Not individual pages, one for mission, one for vision, one for values, one specific page for all of these. Okay. The first thing you need to have is what is the purpose of your church and why does your church exist? This can be in general or specifically related to your community. What is the purpose of your church and why does it even exist in the first place? In this part, you can even talk about your church history a little bit of, you know, maybe you could say our church was planted here in our city back in, I don't know, 1950 for this one reason. And 70 years later, the goal has never changed. Just like that, you have instantly set the stage of why your church exists in the first place. The next thing you need to have is how does your church plan to accomplish this purpose? So you say you have a church purpose, but are you actually following through on what that purpose actually is? How does your church actually accomplish this purpose? The next thing is, is what is your church's vision for the future? What do you hope the church to become? We talk about why the church exists and what it was supposed to do. You talk now next about what the church is currently going to do and how you're going to do it, but where is the church actually going? Do you plan to plant three churches or have uh, different ministries or to be part of different groups by 2025? I don't know what you're trying to do, but what is the vision for the church in the future? Is it simply to continue on with the mission and the purpose? Is it to get involved with the school system? Is it to develop different types of ministries that the community needs? Whatever the church's vision for the future is and what you hope the church to become, you can put that right here on the mission, vision, and value page. We'll talk about why here in a second. The next thing, number four, what you need to have is the how, and not just how people can jump in, but also why people should jump in with the mission and the vision of the church. Kind of think about the question of what's in it for me, okay? What's, what's the personal ROI of me jumping in with your church? Now, at face value, this seems like a very selfish question, but let's be honest, people are selfish in today's culture. So let's just lean into it and basically just answer the question for them. And just what is in it for me? Why should I join in with your church and what you're trying to accomplish? And don't be scared to sell people on what the vision is for your church. The fifth thing you should have, and this is more of just a bonus, and I think social proof is an amazing tool that churches need to lean into a little bit harder, but simply have testimonies of people who have been impacted by your church. This can be people who are members of your church. This can be people from outside communities, maybe of organizations that you have worked with. Our church, Southside, we have worked with the local school systems. We have worked with fire stations. We have worked with police departments. That's something very important and near and dear to Southside's heart. We should have we did not, should, should have testimonies of people from those organizations of saying, we are so thankful that Southside wants to partner with us in this way. Get testimonies of people who are part of your church or people you are not, not just like people like out random in the community you serve, but maybe even organizations that you have helped, but give a little social proof of people who have jumped in with the mission and the vision of your church and that have found it to be beneficial for, your li- for their life rather. And the last one is finally, you're going to get sick of hearing me say this, but you got to have pictures on your website and specifically related to how your church lives out this mission and vision and values of your church. Give each one of these points that we talked about a different, what we call section on your website. And on one half of that section, put a picture of whatever it is you're talking about, or maybe your church serving, or different ministries, or organization that your church does, or worship, or whatever, whatever you're talking about. Have pictures on the website. that give a little backing to the actual text and the content that you were talking about. Don't just tell people what your mission and vision is. Actually show them the mission and the vision of your church in action. Now, as a Christian and as a pastor and as a church communicator, I know that we've already talked about this. Our one mission as a church is to follow the Great Commission, or if you wanna lean into it a little bit differently, the Great Commandments, but here's the deal, all right? Every church is different and how they actually live that out. Your church may do food pantries, thrift stores, job training, job promotion, foster care work. Your church may focus more on athletics and the facilities that you have to offer. Maybe your church doubles down on kids and teens ministries, with de- working with families. Maybe you're even trying to step into more of what we call the creatives world, or maybe the Gen Z space. Maybe you're trying to do more of a digital church vibe. And I've even just recently met with people who, during COVID, created hybrid church ministries where you're trying to do not just in-person gatherings and not just broadcast your service, but do a lot of different things online. But whatever it is, our churches are all different. And here's the deal. Don't be scared to tell people why you're different. And the best way to do this is to show website visitors what your church is all about, how you walk out that mission and purpose, and how they can join in on the mission and vision too. And you do all of this through having a mission, vision, and values page. So this week, I wanna challenge you to do this one thing. It doesn't take long if you already have this stuff written down in paper, but I want to challenge you to actually create a mission, vision, and values page. Now, you may not have images to back it up yet, and that's totally okay. At least get the text there in place. Maybe you can create some sort of a graphic that goes alongside what your mission and vision is all about. But either way, you need to have a mission, vision, and values page on your website so the way people can learn about what your church is all about, see what your church is all about, and then hopefully jump on board with your church. Well... <laughs> That's all I got for this week's conversation, guys. Just like always, it has been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you guys again this week. If you have any questions about the show or maybe a topic that you think would be very interesting that you would want to hear my opinion on, I would love for you to to reach out to me over at the Small Church Media website. You can go over to smallchurch.media right now click on the contact tab and just fill out that contact form and that email will come straight to me. Or you can email me directly over at hello at smallchurch.media. Feel free to use that free resource library. I know it's not very big yet and hopefully I can still create some more content to go along with it. But let's be honest, there's only so many hours in a day. (laughs) Yeah, just being honest with you. Again, just want to say a quick shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Worship Tools. Go to smallchurch.media forward slash tools today to learn more about them. Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. If you're on Spotify, leave a rating and I'll read it right here on the show. And if this episode has been an encouragement to you or just the show in general has been an encouragement to you, it would mean the world to me if you share this podcast with another small church pastor that you know. So that way we can teach more small churches how to use media to grow the faiths of their congregation and reach more people for Jesus. Until next Tuesday, I hope you have a great week, and thanks again for joining me here on the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.